Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature audiences only. It's Miguel Fuller. Holly O'Connor. And Scotty the Body. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only on Hot 101.5. You know, today was supposed to be just such a great day. Hey, still has potential. It it's just has a couple Scott's bumps. Birthday. It yeah. Is. It's your birthday. Yes. Happy birthday. To you, happy birthday. Thanks. Uh, you're 25. 25, officially a quarter of a century. Wow. Mm. Yep. Do your bones feel old? You know what was weird? Is no. yes, this morning as I no. go to like itch my ear, my no. like elbow tightens up like some tendonitis crap for a second. I was like, <laughs> I literally looked over at my girlfriend. I was like, is this it? Like, I just turned 25 and now mm-hmm. I already have some stupid pain coming in and my yeah. knee's all jacked up right now. It's weird. It just hits you out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to do what I need to do. But, you know, I, I know those things are going to come along. But again, like this is the first birthday where it's kind of like, hmm, okay. I'm a grown-up. This, this feels grown-up. Last year was not really grown-up, but this is, like, grown-up. Like, now it's, like, <laughs> like it's officially not a kid. You know, like, 25 is, like, that's that roundabout, you know? Like, 24, you're still, like, you're still kind of yeah, kiddish. Yeah, exactly. Now it's, like, man, you're just 25. I feel like from going through it, yeah. 28, 29 is when I started to feel like an adult. Hmm. And then I think it was... When I bought my townhouse, and wow. I was like, I felt like that was like I'm an adult. Like, when you, you usually it takes like a big thing yeah. to make you feel adulty, like right. either the purchase of a home, that's big, uh, the birth of a child, or the that's adoption big. of a child, something like a child coming into your life. Um, my divorce, mm. that's big. I felt like, God, I'm a like a like a adult, like a mm. sad ass adult now. <laughs> Oof. A whole sad ass adult. Yeah. <laughs> That's a hashtag. But it's fine. 25 is a fun adult. That's fine. It yeah, is. Yeah, no, I'm definitely still going to have, you know, I really want to make this like a, a turning point for me. Like, I think it's like in a better light, you know, like starting to do some things that I haven't like prioritized, like the fun things that I've, you know, put off, put off, put off. And now it's like, all right, let's go time. Let's go. Okay. Let's get it. Let's live. And not rush, but live. Mm. And that's the biggest thing I want to do. I want to do like a whole 365 day and see. Like where I could end up by the time I'm 26. Wait, what are you doing? Running? I, no, 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 no. Just like living, just doing things. Oh, my, like my do little checklist. something every day? Mm, kind of, oh, but that kind of exhausting. I know, I know. Holly <laughs> said, "Wait, but my adventure stuff you book. have to do." Like, remember, like I wanted to do a bunch of adventures, like, and I wanted to like check a bunch of things off, like on my yeah. bucket list. Yeah. Well, I didn't do it, so yeah. now it's like, okay, like I want to do it. I just want to do it. What's the first? I think the first one, honestly, like, jump-started. Like, if I was ever to make a blog, which are a vlog, and a podcast about it, it would probably be, like, I'll just right out of the bat, like, skydive. Like, just jump out of a plane, because that scares the shit out of me. Mm. Like, that is, that part is, like, ooh, that's a big fear, because I have a fear of heights. No part of me wants to do that. Well, Ugh. yeah. Ugh. But I know people that have done it, and I remember, like, when Will Smith did it, and he talked about just saying, you know, you're scared, you're scared, you're scared, then you jump, and you're like, it's in that moment where you're, Everything is actually like better than it's ever been, and it, you're just free falling, and it's just such a cool feeling. And also, it's just like, all right, we're gonna go for the biggest thing. It's like it's that, it's traveling, it's bungee jumping, it's parasailing, it's petting a cow, it's milking a cow, it's all those things. I just want to live, you know, I want to do it all. But also, you know, like this is a year to do it. Like let's let's get it, man. Let's stop putting it off. Yeah. You know what's so funny? Oh, <laughs> Miguel, why come I here sound exhausted? No, I I well, well okay. That's, 
By the way, we've been hacked on the uh, Miguel and Holly Instagram. Yeah. And I literally came in here excited and happy this morning because it was Scott's birthday and we were going to celebrate it. And we had to celebrate it. And then as soon as I started putting the show dis- show schedule together, you about in the 5.15 when I was going through my work emails and I saw some weird stuff and I was yeah. like, that's weird. And then I realized we were hacked. So <sighs> all morning I've been like, we're doing the show and I'm like, Hoochie, hoochie, ha ha, laugh, laugh. And then as soon as I'm done, I'm like, how do we get this guy off of the Instagram? Right. So now I think I have. So by the way, if I go silent for a little bit, uh, it's because I'm dealing or responding to the person that's helping us with this issue. But anyway, so that's why I sound a little just over it in the moment. I'm trying to get out of it, but I'm just so stupid. This is awful. Uh, But what I was saying is that like your version of living life is so different. Because I told Abe when he got back into town Friday from <laughs> Buffalo, I was like, I think now that I'm starting to write the show schedule like the day before yeah. and I can come in a little bit later, why don't we like maybe every other week go out to dinner? But like at 6 p.m. somewhere, like go out to dinner because we never do that during the week. Like go to a restaurant at 6 p.m.? Yeah. That's Ooh, you're nutty. dangerous. To me, that's living. Yeah. I was like... I'm out of my comfort zone, girl. We gonna go to dinner at 6 p.m. Everyone's comfort zone is different shapes and sizes. Yes, yours is just a little smaller. Scott said, "I want to jump out of a plane." Again, well, that's the thing, though. It's like I don't, but I know I need to. Like I right. know I need to, and I probably would have already. But it's like it's just such a fear of like just getting up there, and then like I know the chances of like things going wrong are like you know very slim to none. Like there's more of chances of me getting in a horrible car accident than there is of me like dying in, while skydiving. But I still want to do it. You like, want to do it? Yeah. Okay. I want to do it so I could, you know, I could conquer my fear. I'm all about that. Like, I know I could do it. And I know plenty of people that have done it. Like, and it's I'm just scared great. of it, and I don't want to do it. Like, yeah. I don't want to conquer that. Well, you Let know, some people. Be a fear. Yeah, I'm like, I, I have a fear of tarantulas, too, of like, and I'm not going to hold one. <laughs> no? Like, I'm good with that, not doing that. That's, okay. That doesn't need to be on my list. But, no, you know. We had, we had banged around the idea of doing Fear Week and uh, all of us facing a fear. Mm-mm. Ooh, I just thought about, like, I'm holding it. Like, the people yeah, that do it's just like, like, I know if you're calm. This thing's fangs are, like, an inch long. It's so scary. But yeah, so anyway, 25. Here I am. Here it is. Well, happy, happy birthday, birthday, Scott. Thank you. Do you want a hug? No, we can you just keep hug? talking. No. No, do you want a hug? Come on. No, Come we're hug. not going to. No. No, I'll hug you. No. You hugged me the other day when I was I in a did. bad mood. I get in hugging moods. I get better at Are it. Are you in a hug mood now? Nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I did want to, before we start talking about the Squid Games, Um, we've been saying we needed to bring this up. Uh, but we haven't about how you don't like or you feel uncomfortable receiving gifts. Like this morning, the first break of the show, if you go back to the Miguel and Holly Facebook page or on the YouTube, uh, if you're watching this and you, or it's not, anyway, it's on the Facebook page, not the YouTube. But when I'm like, happy birthday, Scott. And like, we got you some gifts. Holly mm-hmm. and I got you this Wawa gift card and these little like notebooks for radio stuff. And you were like, thanks. Yeah, well, I don't know what it is. I think it's only gotten worse with age because I used to love gifts, and I still do. It's not like I don't, like, I guess it's just how could I show my excitement outwardly that I'm feeling internally? And it's like I never want to, like, disappoint someone from my reaction. Maybe that's it. You feel like you have to play it up? Doing a lot of thinking about just receiving a gift. Like, (laughs) just receive it. I know, and I I do, and I take it, and I'm very grateful for it, but it's, you know, 
It's just making sure that the person knows that it's like I truly like it could be a rock and I'm truly grateful no matter what it is. And so I always want to make sure that they feel like, hey, like, don't stress like this is fantastic. And I, I maybe that's part of it. I there must be a lot of expectation around gift giving and receiving maybe when from growing up or something. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I would have to like dig and write. Like, did your dad ever get mad at you one time when he got you something and you didn't react? He's like, you need to be grateful. Oh, my mom had to think about that one time. She gave my cousin a diary. And my cousin was like, I already have one. And my oh. mom was like, if you ever. <laughs> like, I got yelled at for some reason about my cousin's reaction. And then it was like, I was just terrified ever since of like mm. not being like, oh, my God. Even if I have five or something, I love this. Because mm. my mom was over there being like, see, look it. You love it. And I'm like, okay, I got it. What was funny is, Holly, I remember years ago at your uh, wedding to your Mm ex-husband in Ohio, and I think it was like... The next day that we were at your mom's house, yeah, we had a little a little mini buffet brunch or something. Right, I think. and like I guess you were opening presents, I think, or you and Chris were opening presents. Yeah, and I just remember your entire family, like all the women, every gift you opened, they were like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I was like, "Girl, it's a knife." <laughs> you but remember, it was like, you remember when Ray gave us that spoon that he made? Yeah. My my cousin's uh, father-in-law, my yeah, my cousin's oh, father-in-law <laughs> used to whittle wood. He's not doing so well, bless his heart. So, oh. uh, thoughts to Ray. But Ray, he, like, <laughs> did stuff out of wood, like makes bowls and makes, like, kitchen utensils Wait, and Didn't stuff. he make a bowl, too? He made a bowl. That's cool. And he made the spoon. <laughs> and when I opened, because we already had the bowl, but when I opened the spoon, everybody goes, Ray made that! <gasps> Ray made that! <laughs> God, Ray, you made this? Ray! Oh my God, Ray, this spoon. It's like, you know, a big wooden spoon. It's gigantic. It was hilarious. I just, to me, the bowl was like what stood out is that it was like, <gasps> the bowl! And there everyone was like rubbing it like it was made of gold. Yeah. You and- gotta pass it around so every, like you pass it around <laughs> so every person can admire the bowl. Yes. Like I think at one point I got up to like just go to the bathroom because I was tired of having to react that way to every item Sorry. because it was just like. <gasps> like you run out of steam halfway through and your face yeah. starts to hurt like because you've been like smiling the whole time. Oh my God. And then you have to like literally like put your face down and be like, okay, <laughs> Like I can't on. smile anymore. I'm done. <sighs> I'm done. Put the bowl down for a second and tell Ray to just take a break because, and I mean, it is real. I still have the bowl, by the way. I'll see. A sturdy bowl. You need to bring the bowl in one it's day for show color, and tell. It's different color woods <gasps> that he put together. To, that is like, cool. Woods, dark woods. It's, I mean, I'm not making fun because the bowl is truly, it's, it's what I'm making fun of, the reaction. Right, it was the reaction. Because that's yeah. how the bowl nice. I was yeah. trained. Like, that's what you do. You yeah. Know, so I'm wondering if maybe, like, somewhere in your family you didn't respond appropriately enough and so now you like go through this whole process of how you think you should yeah it's just the overthinking of it like i don't want to and i shouldn't and i I guess it's the same thing with hugs like i overthink that too i'm like oh god how long are we gonna hug how long should i squeeze should i initiate the hug or is that creepy you you really think a lot about this yeah some anxiety yeah, uh, I think, yeah, underlying for sure. Yeah. But I'm working through it. Again, I have moods where it's like I could just be like bleep it. I don't give a bleep, bleep, bleep. And I'm getting better at throwing on that because I, I like that mode of me. Because mm-hmm. then I could just do things free, 
free will and not worry about how people receive it, Mm. you know, in, like, a good way. Like, accept a gift and be like, thank you. Like, this is awesome. And move on or see someone be like, boom, in for the hug, not second think it. Bam. Right. I'm getting better at that. It's just slow and steady. Let's practice. Let's hug. Well, we're in the middle of a podcast. (laughs) And then there's an awkwardness of, like, now we're off the mic and making it. We're waiting for us to come back. And well, why don't like, you go hug, hug Holly? No. Holly, hug, hug Scott. You want me to hug you? Because now we're talking about it. Now hug it's Scott. weird. No, I just like to see him get weird. Look it. Look it. Look, look at him. He's like, walk away. <laughs> he walked away. He's so weird. <laughs> you got your water there. That's, Holly, that's go so hug weird. him. Uh, Give him a birthday hug. All right. Give him a birthday oh, hug. Oh, my God. Look at this. Oh, my God. Look at it. Look at this awkwardness right here. <laughs> this is, look at his face. Look at his face. That's my deodorant. Okay. That's that secret. Man, uh, I wish the Wi-Fi in here were better so I could get a, a just a clear <laughs> shot of what just happened of Scott's face the whole time as he was like, oh, oh man. <laughs> I give good hugs sometimes. You do. Well, Holly gives great All hugs. All right. It's fine. It's okay. All right. Well, happy birthday, Scott. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Y'all ready to play a squid game? Yes, I am. Oh, I, there's so many things I want to do with it. Like, you could make a real life one where, you know. Mm-hmm. Sorry, so, what? a real life Squid well, I don't Game. Know. Like, okay, spoiler alert if you haven't watched Squid Game. Yeah, okay. so, don't. by the way, if you watch or haven't watched it or you're in the middle of it, you probably should just stop the podcast now. Yeah, we, we don't usually tell people not to listen to our stuff. Right. Um, but you're going to not want to listen if you haven't seen Squid Game and you're planning to. Mm-hmm. All the spoilers. All the spoilers. So, at this point in a podcast, we're not going to spoil it for anybody because it's not like. <laughs> Somebody finds a podcast and skips to halfway and goes, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, oh. how dare you? Yeah, so we'll be okay, I think, at this point. Yeah, so, or if you're watching this um, online. Actually, I'm going to change the YouTube. What do you mean? So, just in case someone hops on here. Change the YouTube. The title of it. Oh. Oh, uh, Squid Game Spoiler. Yeah. Let me Spoilers yeah, ahead. So, if someone just pops into the YouTube channel right now. Wait. Good idea. And thank you for the birthday wishes on the comments. I appreciate that. I see you. I had to take my socks and shoes. Scott goes to a No! <laughs> <laughs> it's just that these socks, they cut the circulation off, so I needed to take That's them off. That's right. Squid Game's below right. Yeah. There we go. Uh, so first off, before we get into, like, the deep discussions about it, like, did anyone see the twist coming at the end? Um. Absolutely not on my end. No. No. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, no. Not with the ultimate, the end, end, end. No, right. I did not. right. Right, with the old man, like... Yeah, with the old man. In fact, it was so weird, I'm still... Like, keep in mind, we just watched the finale last night, so Mm. I'm still almost having a hard time being, like, understanding it all. I'm like, right. wait, what? Like, it's a little weird. But my thought, because I see a lot of things on TikTok, like, people, like, going through and, like, picking things out, and one of my thoughts was, like, as you get that spoiler... Or not spoiler, like, the twist at the end with the old man, like, and how he participated in games... And my whole thought was, like, there's plenty of chances for him to die. Like, that could have, like, they couldn't have done anything. Like, the tug-of-war game? Yeah. I thought about that when I was like, wait a second. Like, what if he would have died? I think he was okay with that. Really? If he he would have died in the middle of the game? He was to a point in his life where he was so rich Mm -hmm. and so privileged that he literally had no more excitement left 
no joy. And even the thought of imminent death was better than that boredom. Well, and he knew he was going to die. He he has a tumor. Right. So he knew he was going to die. So he's like, either I'm going to die in a hospital bed like he did, or I'm going to die with this adrenaline rushing through me and actually living life in this crazy ass way yeah. for this last little bit. Right. So I do think that they obviously he knew. So were they trying to say that that was like a, a no, content? No, content I hole? just, the thing that they said, and I'll bring this up in a sec, like I thought of that just on my own as I was casually thinking about Squid Games as I usually do. But mm. the other thought I, they said in the TikTok was like the old man, because they had such a respect between like the main character and then the old man, it's mm-hmm. like how the main character gave the old man his jacket. And then the old man and eventually gave him his jacket and was like, hey, like, they'll look at you better. Like, it was some phrase of, like, they'll look at you in a better light with this. Like, wear this. And then the theory on the TikTok was, like, this was pretty much the old man telling all the guards and everything, like, to keep him safe. To keep the main character That's safe. That's interesting because I thought hmm. that the old man basically just said, they might look at you funny if you're not wearing That's Okay, yeah, that phrase. Yes. That phrase. But exactly what they were bringing up is, like, was this... Like the number on the guy right. was because like because he had number 001. Don't did that mean keep like, this guy safe? You know, kind of <clears throat> maybe. But again, I think in any of the games, like he definitely could have died. It's not like you know. Yeah, you can't really you can't fix call that when you're in it. But that's interesting. Now, did any of you see the twist with the brother? Yes. At the end, not all the way. Okay, right. but so we, I think we saw one of the episodes we watched on Friday night. I was in my drinks a little bit. Oh, Lord. Had a couple of drinkies. Mm -hmm. And after, when was it? When did I? It was at the end of one of the episodes, and I was getting up to get another drink. It's just Trulies or whatever. I'm not drinking, like, hard liquor. It's yeah, a whole no, lot. no, no. And I was like, you know, because that's when we learned that the police officer's brother uh, was in the Squid Game. Mm-hmm, was running it. Yes. Was, and No, well, no, no. just in it in general. Oh, 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 right, right, right. He was right, looking right, at the right, files. Right. Yes, he yeah. was, mm-hmm. it was one of the episodes where he was looking at the files, and mm-hmm. he got to the file where his brother had won. And it was that moment when he saw that his brother won Squid Game, and I was like, but what happened to the brother? Because mm. if you remember, the whole reason he's there is because the brother's brother. missing. Yes. Right, right. And so I'm like, okay, so here we have a Squid Game pr- prior winner from, by the way, like years ago. It was not recent right. that he won. He's just missing now, but won a long time ago. And I'm like, what if it's like when you win the Squid Game, like you got to get pulled back in in some capacity or mm. like they make you work for them in some way? What if all the people working there have something to do with like, so that's when I started to, and I brought this out loud to my person. I'm like, probably not, but mm. what if the brother has something to do with the inner workings of this because mm. he's that's missing, he was a winner. And I, I didn't call like the front man or whatever he's called. But I was like, I bet he's somewhere inside that organization because why else would he be missing now while mm, it's going on? Right. So that's what I called. When they when he took the mask off, I was like, ah, there mm, it is. So, yeah, I, I didn't think that. I just knew there was going to be a twist with that character. Yeah. Because I was like, just the way that it was set up and the breadcrumbs along with it, I was like, and then just, I don't know, there was so much that I was like, this ha- this can't just be some random person. Like, there has yeah. to be, like, the president of, you know, their country or someone famous or something like that. But I had no clue that it would end up being him. Yeah. Um, 
and I just I and I knew the brother would come into play at some point. I knew they I felt like they wouldn't just say like, oh, well, he died and he's gone. Yeah. Right. No, like, he had to be something. Right. Like there had to be a, a, a nice result to that storyline just from yeah. storytelling purposes. But I did not put those two together for then that. To have, like, I didn't think he was going to I was I mean, again, big shock, but I didn't think he was going to kill him. Like, I was just like, oh, wow, like, that's hardcore. Like, that's how the game changes people. It'll it be is, like, but I was going to say, how do you think he won? This is a mm, ruthless person. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, who doesn't give a F who he kills. And right. it's just, how, yeah. it, I guess it was just the, but I didn't get what he said. The police brother, he said that one phrase, he's like, he said something like, um, what did he say? He said a line, and then the line echoed in the brother's head later on, and I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't remember. get that. Mm. Now I want to think on that. I don't know what he said. I'd have to watch it again. He said something like, um, I know now or now. Something. I don't know. I don't remember. Mm. Forget it. We'll move on. But, I, like, yeah, I thought that was a good arc. And it also, I mean, there's a couple of other shows and movies that this reminds me of, obviously. Pretty big correlation to Hunger Games. Right. Although yeah. it's different, but in uh, some ways parallel. And that's yeah. another reason why I thought the brother might have something to do with it. Because... They, you never really win. Like you're always probably watched, um, manipulated, right. used in some way. Like you get the money, but it's not true freedom. Like you're it's never always really some strings free. attached. Uh, always, and that's how it was in Hunger Games, which is odd because we also just finished watching. We we've rewatched Hunger Games for like the fourth time now. Oh. Over the last couple of weeks, um, just for fun, and so now having basically seen them paralleled, it's mm. it's always like you win, but, but you're not a winner. Now, one thing that Scott and I talked about after I finished it, we were at home, was I was like just not annoyed, but just like come on with uh, the main character when he basically like got the money and like went back home and then. He was just like shuffling around and then he He's like a nothing anymore. Right. And it was just a shell of himself. And then it was like the whole year later where he hadn't touched the money. Oh, is that what it was? Because like they had Korean on the screen and I'm like, mm. how much time has passed? Oh, Couple yeah. Months? Yeah. Couple, how long? It, it said it in English on mine or oh like the subtitle when it, it just said. Had, it just had Korean. I'm like, I think this means sometime later. <laughs> I don't know That's how good. long. Some yeah, time has elapsed. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was one year later, and he was still just looking like a shell of himself. And I'm like, granted, I've never killed a person, so I don't know what that would do to me or, you know, or how the trauma. Just a ton of people everywhere, right. every time, every day. Violently killed. Yeah. But I was like, he has so much more to, like, live for than, like, some of those other people. Yeah. That were, like, like, the girl that sacrificed herself, so the other homegirl could like live when they were doing the little game back and mm -hmm. forth um and she was like i got nothing you got a brother like just go ahead you get the money or whatever you make it to the end yeah and so for me i'm like well yes you know he found his mom she passed away but like he still had a daughter and like the whole point of this was him to get money to go take care of his daughter so like why wouldn't you you know obviously do what you need to do for your mental health sake and to like get yourself together but like just Trace been around for a year, like with thirty million dollars in your checking account. I was just like, that just seemed a little unbelievable to me. I don't know. I think it's valid because um, 
I guess you don't ever really know what people are going through mentally. Yeah. True. And it seems like, like again, you said, obviously you've never slaughtered anybody. Right. That's um, good. <laughs> but, but, like, you probably also can't fathom what it would be like to be walking around with not only the PTSD of having killed all those people, having been through all those games, the survivor's guilt alone yes, of yes, living right. as well as carrying everybody else's didn't get to live, it almost immobilizes you. Yeah. And so mm, just knowing yeah. a little bit on that mental health journey about what it's like in order to recover from any major trauma, I think it seems like it's like, get your shit together. But, like, he literally could not. So he, all those people died. He's like a shell of himself. Now his mom died. Like, mm. everyone's dead. Yes, he has the daughter, but you can probably easily slip into thinking she's being taken care of by the mom and the stepdad. Right. So I'm damaged. What do I even have to offer? Yeah, like, and like the extent that he went through to get that money. It, and, like, what, are you going to tell that to, your, like, the daughter? Like, how do you have all this money now? He hasn't had a chance to make, to think about how to talk about how he got the money. Like, it's so, I would imagine it's probably so overwhelming. And um, you have no one to talk to about it. Who, mm. who are you even going to talk to about it? Right. Like, how do you even go to, like, this man clearly not really, you know, up on trying to find a therapist or something. Right. Um. So I think that it was like, okay. I get it. I, I get it, and it's You would sucks. hope you would do more with it. You would hope that if you were in the same shoes, like, it would obviously, like, propel you to go do those things that you kept putting off and the whole reason you went into the game to begin with. But at the same time, it felt like even though he had all this money, the problems never went away. Like, and the problems are still know, there. I don't think he knew how to, since he'd never literally had that much money in his life, I almost feel like it seems like it's fake. Like, mm. you might slip into a, like, real or not real type of thing. Mm. Right. If I use this... What does it mean? Like, if he has never touched the money, if I start using the money, does it mean that I don't care about the people that died? Like, your brain can play all kinds of tricks on it. But also, that was a frustrating thing. Okay, I remember that part, Miguel, when you were pissed at the end because it's like he was finally on his way. And he was on the phone with his daughter and he's about to go and visit her and, like, things are about to go on the right track. And he still decides to turn around. And it's like, Mm -hmm. what the hell did you go through all that for? Right. That, like, you're literally about to go finally see the, like, you had two reasons why you wanted the money. It was like, it was your mom and it was your kid. And your mom passed, and so now it's your kid, you're about to go see her, but you still decide you're going to turn around and get yourself wrapped back up into this bullshit. Right. That's frustrating in itself, because then it's like, okay, I don't, why'd you go through all that then? Like, right. And I understand. No point. And I understand from like a storytelling point of view, oh, like yeah. that's probably setting up for the next season Absolutely. of him like because going back. Keep in mind, we have not seen one single bit of the inner workings of why any of this even happens. Right. Aside right. from rich people that are the history. Fun. I mean, and it's it's set up beautifully to go down that route to yeah. sort of like get the backstory of like. How the old man started the Squid Games all those years ago, or however it started, and like who is it? I mean, because obviously those were some um, Western Westerner uh, rich people right. that were taking part in it. And so this is like, like a global, other nationalities, right? Yeah. So there's like a global network of people that participate because remember they said, oh, it's nice to finally see this up close yeah. and just not on a screen. So clearly this is a far wide reaching network of you know craziness that's going on yeah so it's going to be a great second season the way that they set it up but just from like a human standpoint i'm like so you really just don't give a fuck about your daughter like you're just gonna just let her go over there and like not even try yeah i think 
but see, this is where I I tried to put myself in this, like, because he was not really a likable character that mm. you did end up having to root for. Yeah, right. Like right. in the begin, like the first couple episodes, I'm like. I hope this ain't the main character <laughs> because I am feeling zero sympathy for this man. Right now, right. you can feel sympathy though because he was—he's like had life instance after life instance of things just falling apart for him, and finally he's just like, I can't anymore. I'm fucking done, and I don't—I can't—I cannot get my life together. Right. That was who where he was, <clears throat> but. He also like made bad choices, like yes. purposely, and so you're just Continuously. like be better. But obviously he couldn't, and I think some of that carries. Like you can tell he's like, and the one girl uh, at the end was like, you know, you're a good person inside, and I think he is a good person. Like he kind. strives to do, you know, wants to be good and good for others but is already so conflicted and so traumatized. Yeah. And then you yeah. add all the Squid Game stuff on top of it. Right. It it probably fucks with you. It it, it does change you. You're no longer the same person. <clears throat> I was interested why he chose that particular color to dye his hair at the end. Yes. I'm like, that's the color of the suits of the people from the Squid Game. I'm like, oh, I didn't think about Ooh, that. Ooh, I didn't connect that. Because that's oh, what it looked like to me. Yeah, you're right. So I'm like, where psychologically are we going here with this? Maybe he's going to turn into one of those you know, kill, trained killers or something, you know, to go after and take down this network take of people a, that... hierarchy. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm, and think about it. Like, most people that w- that win Squid Game, they probably do exactly what you would have hoped for that resolution, Miguel. So right. you take your money, and you're just thankful to be out of it, and you go live your life oh. with hopefully lots of help with, from psychiatry. Yeah. Whatever, psychology. Um but the reason that I always think about this, like for TV shows or movies, the way the reason why this particular, why are we getting the viewpoint of this particular person's perspective? Because he's going to be the one to change it. Mm, right. Nobody else was going to take that down. Right. Mm. Right. But no, it makes sense. He's just just crazy enough to make it happen. Maybe. Well, and I think it also his character speaks to how if you have a couple of years of just like really bad luck of life just really beating you down that mm-hmm. sometimes it's like really hard to just pick yourself back up yeah. and you then just become irrational at that yes. point and you don't know how to choose what's right because it's like you've sort of lost your litmus test of like what is the good decision and what's the bad decision yeah and you're just surviving like every day you wake up your only thought is how can I survive the day? Yeah, exactly. Not how can I better my life? It's how can I survive the day? Yeah. And so it's like you're always clawing up that dirt hole yes. to get out and you can't because it's just keeps the dirt just keeps piling, you just keep falling back down. Yeah. And you you do. You forget your humanity, I think, a little bit sometimes. Right. And and it's so easy for us to sit here and like try to describe all that, but like none of us has really been through that type oh. The, oh. Looks like the thing Ollie went down. Went out. I went out. Sorry. It's all right. Hopefully you'll come back in. Um. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> we don't know what it's like, but we can assume based on what we know of uh, the human mind yeah. and things like that. And mm-hmm. it is, it's really sad because, I mean, I'm sure people see these types of things in real life every day. People yeah. that seemingly can't get their lives together. And for someone who is, you know, doing mm. fairly well, you can't wrap your mind around the fact that someone else might be struggling and continues to struggle and for the person who's like oh it's just so it just do the next right thing mm, and the person mm-hmm. is like i've tried the next right thing for the last five years ain't right. working so you know this is my next right thing or whatever yeah. it's it's a it's um hard to connect 
those two mindsets and make them understand each other. No, absolutely. I mean, I've seen it with some family members of mine that have just never been able to sort of like get over the hill of life. And it's so hard, by the way. It is because then it's like things just keep happening over and over and over. And I'm like, come on, like, let me help you. Like, just just pull up, pull up. Just let me, you can ask for help. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but then it just feels like they don't try sometimes. And it's just like, oh, it's just so sad to see it. Right. Or it's like, you know, like, let's say a person tries once or twice and it's like so shaky one little thing could come and be like a setback, and that's right. going to crumble the whole just thing. blow it all down. Like a house yeah. of cards. Just done. Now, I'm curious if you all got the card to go into the squid game. So, like, let's think about really desperate part of our lives where you needed money. So, I'm thinking of, like, when I was in Panama City with you, Holly, and, you know, mm-hmm. could barely pay you rent. Mm-hmm. And I was just so desperate just for just money, just to buy lunch. Yeah. You know, would I be able to do it? Or Holly, what, what's a moment from your life where you were just like, Man. There was a summer uh, while I was in college where there was just no money. There was just no money. And we just had, like, luckily I, I lived with roommates at the time. Um and so I would like, you know, like sneak off of their food sometimes or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it, you just feel it, it is like a desperation. Like mm-hmm. you feel like if only I could have a little bit of money, I could figure some things out. Right. Um, if only, like, you know, my job was like two days a week. Mm. I'm like, if I can, I get anything. Thing extra. It just, it seems like all the doors are closed, mm. and nothing is going to help. Now, I've never been in a situation where, like, some of those people have, like, debts and debts, and they're being, like, yeah. hounded. Well, they keep digging that right. hole. Yeah. Like, I was just, I couldn't <clears throat> afford anything. Like, I couldn't, I, we're, we're barely making rent. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you don't know where, you don't know where rent is going to come from. Mm-hmm. And you're scared because things are about to start getting taken away, and you're going to get in trouble with whoever it is. And, like, it's this feeling like uh, life is collapsing on you. Mm. I have never been hound, like chased down by a creditor, so I've I have never been able to speak on that. Mm-hmm. But like when you're in any sort of money crunch like that, it it just feels closed and desperate. Scott, have you been in a situation like that? Not that deep. I mean, the closest I can come is like when I first got out of college and I was trying to be independent. I was like, you know, I didn't have my side hustles yet, mm. and I was just working part time here at the radio station. That's probably the lowest like amount of income that I was bringing in. And that's when I actually had to pay, like, legit rent. Like, I wasn't in college anymore. And that's why I ended up picking up the side hustles. That's why I started Uber. And that's why, you know, now I do DJ and do trivia nights and all these different things. Because of that, that was originally why. Because, you know, get on the show and I'd be like, it's going to be a tough one. Because I'd be getting cut here at the station on hours. And then I would like, okay, well, what else am I supposed to do? Because I only have time to do this job because I was trying to give it everything I got. And then... Boom, a couple things came into order, and the side hustles came, and that helped out a ton. Yeah. In those moments of desperation, and, like, let's just say that you knew what the squid games were. So, so you knew you were going to have to kill people. Mm. Would you do it? Knowing that, one, you could die, and two, if you win. Probably. Because I, I looked it up, and I think it was, like, $30 million, U.S. dollars. Wasn't it, it was. Wasn't it so frustrating when you're like, that seems like a lot of money? I know. I what was like, what is it? So I literally had to look it up because I was like, I need to know. Um, $30 million on the line. You could die. But if you win, you got to kill people. Would you have done it in those desperate, 
desperate moments. Thinking about all those tasks like ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you don't know what the games are. So you don't know. So it's a chance. So wait a minute. Let's say it's like like the show. So you get the card. Mm-hmm. You're like, this sounds great. You go. Right. You have to like survive old big head girl. Yes. And then you're like, nope, we're going home. Would you go back in? Mm-hmm. Is that the question? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, would I would not. No. I, no. I, I don't think I would. I don't think that I have the fortitude for that sort of thing. Mm. I don't. I don't. I mean, obviously, I don't know. And you never know what your choice is going to be in any given moment, given the circumstances. Right. But in this circumstance right now, I just don't know that I could do it. I'd be too afraid. I'd be mm. too scared. Yeah, I would too. I mean, even like with some of the, like, maybe we don't know the games, but even like some of them, like there's just so many factors that you can't control. Right. Like, let's say like that, the walk on the glass. Ah! Like you ah. do everything great. You survive the freaking fight where you're sleeping, but right. you step on the wrong glass. That's it. Bye. Right. <laughs> or even at the end when Homegirl was like made it across and then when they shattered the glass. I know. It came and like punctured her. her stomach <laughs> yeah. and it's like. But she she won. Yeah. Fuck. But still had to suffer because of it. So it's right. like, but again, it's like, okay, like the chances of winning all that money are so slim, but your chances of death is so high. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like, is that worth it? I'd rather go gamble on myself instead, Dude, instead of this game. Like, yeah. No, if I would want it to cost my humanity. I would like to do the games in like a non-death way. <laughs> Give it a try. <laughs> I do like. I just want to play for puppies. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like maybe like there has to be you like get snapped a, by a rubber band when you get it wrong. <laughs> I, there should be a game show that comes out soon where it's like you know that like, I've seen people plenty of people doing it online now where it's like they do like paintball instead for like the you know red light green light or you know I'm sure people could create the different task where it's like instead of falling through the glass like maybe you just like fall like a very far away into like water or something or like no, uh, one of those um what's that place like, it's like the not jungle gym but like they have the padding everywhere where you like jump like the trampoline place yeah yeah like yeah. the foam like a foam pit right yeah where they just put like a little you know something like not glass obviously but something very similar to that mm. to where you didn't know that would be fun to yeah. organize like a, a squid game but you don't die yeah you don't die non squid game. <laughs> on top of that it got me thinking like i don't put it past humanity anymore do you think there's something like that that's out there probably I mean, there have been too many movies and concepts of, because, like, there's that one that came out a year or two ago about, like, liberals gathering up, like, poor conservative Republicans and, like, watching them kill each other or hunting or, it was, like, called the hunting or something like that. Yeah, 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 where you hunt people yeah and and it was very similar to like rich people doing it or whatever i believe Um, something like that for sure i I, go you go back to oh five isn't that the whole point of the movie hostile Ooh, i don't remember i don't remember the um it was so terrible that movie was terrible with the the gore and the yes it was i I don't remember the the storyline is that those people were being sold on the black market to people rich people that wanted to murder people Mm. so to me I would not put it past our humanity. No. Because, I mean, look at, and obviously not equating it, but like Jeff Bezos and uh, Elon Musk, billions of dollars, Bill close Gates. to trillions, Bill Gates, they flew to space because they're bored. Yeah. Like they could have easily like invested that money and like did something, you know, to help Helpful. poor people, but they went to space. Yeah. And it's not even like bored. they're like, ooh, let's go like, 
search the moon to see if we can have viable life there. No, it's for entertainment. They literally fucking went up into the ozone for three goddamn minutes just to say they could. Yeah. So to me, if they're publicly willing to spend millions of dollars just to fucking fly into space, what else are they doing that we don't know about? And there's so much that you can get away with when you have money. Oh, yes. So oh, fucking yeah. much. Oh, yeah. So much. It's disgusting sometimes how it works up top with the government and everything. I was going to say, I hope you include the government in oh, that. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I, I, it sometimes pisses me off. Like, the amount of money that's just, we don't even know where it went. Right. Like, right. where where did the money go? Where do you keep getting the money? Like, just printing some more. Like, y'all well, just... Right. With, well, what? And nobody's transparent about anything. Right. Absolutely. I mean, and that's why even, like, with the... And this is getting a little bit into politics, but, like, with Joe Biden's plan of, you know, if they ever pass this bill for um, the Build Back Better plan, where if you make over $400,000, you will be taxed more. If you make less than that, you know, you won't. And I'm like, that's great. That's fine. But like, what about the people like Jeff Bezos who purposefully don't take a salary and they use uh, loans so they don't ever have to pay taxes and they just keep all that money that the millions of dollars in stock so they never have to pay taxes on it. It just sits there. Then they roll it down to their kids and their kids remain rich. That's how the Disney's and the Waltons and all those people and even the people, our previous company that owned us, yeah. uh, Cox Enterprises, yeah. all of their family, they're fucking billionaires and they never have to fucking pay taxes on it. Yeah. But we do. Are those the tax havens? Yes. Yeah, because I was watching a TikTok about that the other day where it's like, um, are they legal? Yes, but right. they're super shady because super shady, yeah. they're... Like, so many millionaire, billionaire families just participate in this. And I don't even know how you get that information. Like, how does Joe Q Public, that's just been, you know, working his life at a, a mining factory, how do they even know about that, let alone... You don't. You can't. You, there, it's, you can't. Is the, this is the difference. There is a whole nother just level of living and existing on this yeah. earth mm-hmm. that we will never know about. That well, and, unless we make it like super rich, and, and I think that lying. includes the Squid Game stuff. I but, think it but happens. Actually, actually, even then, like, <clears throat> and I'm thinking like even like someone like Ryan Seacrest, or you know, he's worth probably like 80 million, 90 million dollars, something like that. Like, he's not even at that level. You've got to be in like the billion level. Like, I would say like a Oprah, someone like that, like a Ted Turner, those type of billionaire status people in the. And we're just talking the entertainment industry. I was yeah. gonna say that's just There's the people so we know, that right? You the get spotlight. into that Black investment thing that's buying up all the houses right now, like mm-hmm. those people that we. We don't know who they are, but right. there's a lot of them. Like, they're what I, I wish that, like, one day, because I'm not, like, a super conspiracy person, but obviously I know that, like, there's some shit that goes down that we'll never know about. I just wish there was a way for us one day to know yeah. somehow. Just mm. what is it like to live that level of access that you can just do whatever the fuck you want? I think it'd be too, it'd be so shocking. Yeah. You wouldn't even believe it. I can't. I can't even. I mean, look at Jeff Jeffrey Epstein. That's exactly what I think of when I think of like that much money and that much power, right? And did so and many, many things I just got away with because you had money. Right. There was an island. Yeah. Like when we went to St. John this summer, 
Um, part of our that day on the boat that I talk about that I didn't get out and swim, and that's yeah. what motivated me to swim. We went past Jeffrey Epstein's island. What? Yeah, I didn't talk about it on the show because I just felt like, girl, that's just uh, that's what, heavy. What's there to talk about? Right, yes. exactly. That's, but that's saw lot. that. Right. Ugh. But it was like there's just like this eerie quietness that's there when you pass, and they had like this. Uh, if you've seen the documentary, the little um, altar or, or sanctuary or something like that that's on there. For him and the guy, the charter boat captain was telling us about just all the weird stuff that he had seen years leading up to I'm it. Sure. But like, he bought a fucking island. Yeah, yeah. So that he could do these heinous acts. And by the way, we're not, we haven't even touched on the fact that like the the sex slave trade industry is alive and booming. Right. Like in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. I mean, insane. There's this. There, it's just this whole undercurrent of society, both up and down the the levels, like the rich people that do this and the poor people that get caught up into it, and it's mm-hmm. just... Well, and that's why I just wish and why I get angry when this whole, like, race the space thing with Jeff Bezos and all those guys, and I'm like, there are so... Now, okay, first off, let me say this. Go ahead. It's not your responsibility to save the world. But I do feel like especially well, I know all these people have made their money off the backs of poor people. Mm-hmm. That's that's correct. Do something to give back. You have an opportunity to help the people. Right. Like you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. But, but like, wouldn't you feel and like and you probably do. Like you probably there's probably stuff that Jeff Bezos and all of the and I hate I'm sorry I keep using his name, <laughs> but that's the one that's <laughs> well, a lot of money. Jeff Bezos. Right. But like <clears throat> there's probably stuff that he does millions and millions of dollars that we will never know about that he does in private. Oh, yeah. But when you do the stupid ass shit, like, let's go on a rocket, like, at least be like, hey, guys, I also donated $80 million for clean water for Flint, Michigan, like, for textbooks for kids, or I paid off all the lunch debts of all the kids in the country so they don't have to, like, be hungry when they go. I mean, just, I don't know. Yeah, no, Who the fuck am I? I'm just some person in Tampa. So, Squid Games, y'all. Let's play. It was cr- it was a crazy show. We the should set it up. First episode, like I was like, oh, I need I need a minute. And then we did not watch <laughs> the next one until like the next day because that's mm. how intense it was. But mm-hmm. the episode with the glass, like hands Oof. and feet were sweating. Oh, oh right, yeah. yeah. Ah, it was, was too, too much. Low. Literally on your edge of your seat, like okay, this person's done, uh, or they're not done. Um. Yeah, we. I want to. Let's think about how we could make a Squid Game a, a, a headphone karaoke consequence. Oh. Okay. Or like, how could we incorporate it? I don't know. Something to think. I about. mean, the one I see all the time. Again, this can be headphone karaoke, but it's like the paintball guns with like the red light, green light. Like, I love that idea of like having a bunch of people, red light, green light, and if you got moving, you get shot with the paintball guns. Bam, done. You're out, and see so you could make it all the way across. The rest, I don't know how you, like, emulate without, like, a big group of of machinery. Maybe we'll just come in with pink suits and little hats. Yeah, maybe not. (laughs) Let's call it a day. (laughs) No! Well, I mean, realistically. But if we did have access to cool things, it'd be be dope. All right. Intense. We could play the actual, like, squid game. Oh, let's do the little sugar thing. The little, no, the, no, no. The actual squid game. Like the one oh. with the drawing of the squid on the ground. But oh, that would be cool, fight? too. Like, you want to fight me? I was confused about that because I'm like, why is this happening? I'm like, I was very confused about the marbles. I'm like, wait, how does that work? So we just 
felt it best to not try to understand the rules of the game. No, you just, go, just for go, the, go with yeah, it. Yeah, entertainment factor. Yeah. You just go with it. Oh, I like the games. I understood them. Do you want to fight, Scott? No, I would just I would try to juke and jive and then stab you and then win. Oh. On that note, happy birthday, Scott. <laughs> I'm just joking. I wanted to stab you. That's why I couldn't do the game. I couldn't Save kill that. someone. <laughs> Save that. Mark Probably it for the record. Probably could kill someone if they're about to kill you. Mm. Well, yeah. If See? you got a knife to me, I'm got survival. I mean, that's Scott's just going to stab me. me. Yeah. I'm not going to stab you unless you try to stab me. Happy birthday. Scott, what's your social media? That's Scott Tavlin. S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. Holly O'Connor. Radio Holly on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Mine is Miguel Fuller. M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, we're still hacked, working Aww. on it, waiting to hear back from uh, this thing I'm working on to make it work. What a mess. But we're hacked, so I'll be spending the day working on that today. That would be the Instagram. The Miguel and Holly Instagram is hacked, yeah. so, avoid, so avoid messaging that. We'll let you know. Uh, all right, we'll see you Wednesday. Oh, don't forget the live show's Thursday. <laughs> live show's Thursday, bye.